Do you have a few minutes? This is Dr. Karen Bonney. Today we're going to talk about when your check engine light comes on, but I'm not really referring to your car's check engine light. I'm talking about your body's check engine light. I always think it's funny how a lot of people wait a really long time before addressing issues that they have with their body, whether it's going to see a doctor, going to see a physical therapist, they just keep waiting. And I think the notion is that we all kind of think, well, maybe it's going to get better on its own. And for the most part, that's true. Often our bodies do get better on their own. But I think it's interesting how a lot of people don't think of their body in the same way that they think of their vehicles. Our vehicles are nice because they have these electronic systems that alert us when things are wrong. Or even more convenient is that your manufacturer is going to send you updates via email on when service is needed or recommended based on the year of your car. If only our bodies did that. Wouldn't that be nice? But they kind of do. When things start to talk and and make ourselves aware of them, that's when the light bulb should go off in your head as a slight alarm. A little warning light, a little hey, excuse me, maybe we should take action on this. I think it's incredibly important for all of us humans out there to have a list of providers that we could easily turn to. Sometimes your body just needs a good, solid 90-minute deep tissue massage and things kind of settle back in and feel better. Sometimes your body needs a high-velocity manipulation, you know, go to a chiropractor, have a little pop-and-click moment. Sometimes you need a, a change of routine Maybe you need a little manual work and a new fitness routine, workout routine that targets the deficits that you have. Where are your weaknesses? Where are you too tight? Where are you too loose? Where are you not stable? That's what a physical therapist is going to help you with. And sometimes you need more than that. You need imaging. You need an x-ray. You need an MRI. Maybe you need an injection. Maybe you need a steroid dose pack. Bottom line Our bodies are going to talk. Our bodies are going to fall apart a little bit. And I would like everyone in the world to just be a little more proactive in having those resources and and utilizing them quickly. Yes, there's something to be said for wait a little bit, see what happens. But I think the person who just waits and doesn't change anything that they're currently doing, maybe not the best approach. So Take care of your body as if it was the car that you drive every day. If your body's feeling a little wonky, give it a week. See what happens. Make some changes. Rest a little bit. But while you're resting, go ahead and look at your list of resources. See who you think you want to call first. Maybe you go ahead and get on the schedule for a massage because that might be a little easier to get. Maybe you look ahead and start thinking, Do I need to get a referral to see a physical therapist? Do I need to get a referral to see a chiropractor? Figure out those steps in advance so that way you know how long it's going to take so that way you can be proactive about getting those appointments scheduled. That leads me to a whole nother conversation that I always love to talk about. Let's talk about the options you have in the medical world of the United States at this point. I've had the luxury of working in both environments, and so I think it's very valuable to discuss with the patients that I have, what are their options? Because I think if you don't know both sides of it, 
you might come at it in a very biased way. So your first option is to go through insurance. Everyone loves to do it. Quote unquote, it costs a little bit less, but I think often we don't remember what we're actually putting in for that insurance benefit. And so you kind of got to do the math to figure out where the ultimate cost is. But regardless, if you're going to go the insurance route, you have to be an advocate for understanding what your insurance benefits are and what are the limitations. I always find it hilarious when a patient comes to me when I worked in the insurance world, physical therapy realm. They come to me, they have no clue what their insurance benefits are. They have no clue what their limitations are. Example, someone comes in and has a physical therapy limit of 12 visits per calendar year. Patients don't understand that. That's a hard limit sometimes. And if you don't appreciate what you're having to deal with, then it's a whole nother bag of worms that you're going you're gonna to fight against. So it isn't always free for all. And so just understanding what you're getting from your insurance is incredibly important. If you value physical therapy, maybe you look into a different option of an insurance plan. We don't always have flexibility in picking the insurance company that we use, but maybe you pick a different plan that has more physical therapy benefits. But regardless, if you want to pay the lower price and have your $5 copay every time, you have to be understanding and respectful of the rules. You have to play the game. If insurance is going to cut you off because you've done X number of visits, you can't complain about that. That's just the way it is. But that leads us to the second option. You always have choices. So if you don't want to be limited by rules, you could go the other route, which is the cash-based route. Like I said, I have the luxury of working in both environments. I had a cash-based clinic for a while in the Washington, D.C. area. I have now revamped it up here in the New England area. It is an option. And what does that mean? A patient can see me whenever the heck they want to see me. But it's a cash-based practice. So often those cash-based providers will provide you with a super bill that you could reimburse to your insurance. But remember, the freedom and flexibility often comes alongside with a higher price point. So if you don't want to worry about making an appointment to see a physician, to get a referral, to then make an appointment with a physical therapist or a chiropractor or whoever, you would think about, is it worth my time and money to pay a little bit more to go when I want to go and not have to deal with all these other appointments? So for me, you always have two choices. You pay a smaller price, you deal with rules and restrictions. You pay a larger price, you have more flexibility, you can go when you want to go, you can go as many times as you want to go, nobody's stopping you from going as often as you want. So sometimes I encourage my patients to have a number of options in your back pocket. If for some reason something major happens and you do have to have surgery, post-op physical therapy after a surgical procedure is going to be an ongoing process. It's going to be months on end, multiple sessions a week. That's probably the time when you want to use your insurance. Again, if your insurance plan allows for enough visits, go ahead and go that route because it can be more consistent. You can go through the motions. It's a, a little more reasonable, feasible scenario. But what if you have some crazy flare up? 
you tweak your back doing something over the weekend. Maybe in your back pocket is that cash-based provider who you might be able to get an appointment with quickly. You just need a quick little reset. You need a little work done. Have those resources ready when things happen quickly. So I think bottom line, treat our bodies as we treat our cars. Be more open to doing maintenance work. Have resources in your back pocket across the spectrum of medical providers. Maybe you just need to go get a massage. Maybe you need a few appointments with a chiropractor. Maybe you need a few weeks of appointments with a physical therapist. Maybe it's bigger than that and you need to make an appointment with a physician in order to get imaging or to get a medical prescription of some sort. Have your options, have your resources, understand the difference between cash-based practice, concierge practice, using your insurance. These are all options for most of us. Do what works best for you. Do what works best in the moment of that injury or irritation, but mostly be an advocate for yourself. You only know as much as you know. So if I can encourage everyone to do one thing, it's to just be more knowledgeable about what options are in front of you. It's sad, but a lot of medical providers don't speak to all the options that are in front of us. I'm always shocked when I have people tell me they had surgery on X, Y, or Z, and their physician did not even recommend one visit of a physical therapy appointment. If I can speak the truth to all of you, I would highly encourage, regardless of whether your physician recommends it or not, be an advocate. If you had surgery, that changes things. Musculoskeletal changes happen when you go internal. Even if it's a very small procedure, there's probably some value in at least going to one or two visits to learn a few things about that area, maybe to learn something new about yourself. Take it as an opportunity to get another set of eyes on you, to check out your functional deficits, to check out your strengths, learn a new exercise maybe, but take ownership. Be accountable for yourself. Know about what policies you do have. Understand what they provide you with and what they limit you on. Pick what works best for you in the moment. Ask for what you know your body needs. So if no one is suggesting you go to a physical therapist, ask your physician for a physical therapy referral. Don't wait for others to know what's best for you. You know what's best for you. So ask for that. And as always, if you're looking for a physical therapist, you know where to find me, karenbonnie.com. 